rushing. Guess who's here for OG's wrestling? Ain't no competition, you a boy, you gon' listen. Never no mercy, we bring the ring to the streets. If you don't know, you better find out off the ropes. Hit approval point number one in the league. If you don't wanna tussle with us, know where to hide or run. Step in the ring, get done, you're never stepping out again. So you're back on the wolf pack. Welcome back. Yo, 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 what do you do, ladies and gentlemen? We're back. OTTR, full of the fact. Blackheart. Ah, I'm not feeling like myself today, but nonetheless, I gotta keep sticking I gotta keep continuing on. Um, shout out to <laughs> shout out to the radio platforms for streaming our stuff and making sure that we're not getting, you know, the old heap hole. Thank you for that. We're still surviving and keep going. Um, yeah, man. So um Shout out to Anchor and all the other podcast platforms, Radio Public, um, Breaker, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podbean as well for streaming our stuff. And please follow us on social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, off the top of podcasts. It's not hard to find us. Click in that search for our likes of me on likes of episode, play some episodes, share some episodes, man. Help us get to 2K before our season finale coming up soon. Um, before we get involved in the weekly wrestling recapping news, say what up to the boys. Big Mike is finally back in the two weeks. We wish him a speed recovery, and now he's back on deck. He's fully yes, 100% back on back on his feet. Welcome back. Welcome back, man. Uncle Fats over here, probably doing God knows what, but apparently he's just waking up to the party as usual. And we got Cyber Yeti. Um, coming up? back to the phone after another week. What's going on with you, folks? The same, same shit, different day, same horrible smell, but it's all right. It's going good. <laughs> cool. Feeling, feeling good. I'm able to breathe. It's a good, it's a good thing, man. It's a good thing. It's a real good thing. It's a very yeah. good thing, man. I'm happy for you, man. I'm glad you're 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 recovered, man. We are. We all are. We all are. Yeah, exactly. We all are. Yeah. That's just not. That's just not easy. I know sometimes this stuff can be difficult, and you know how that brings stuff goes. Yeah. In fact, we're so quiet back there. We got cowboy. He's eating a ham and cheese sandwich. Or he's probably eating dinner. Not I was about to say he. I did. I don't hear the <laughs> breathing over. Nah, there. That's down. Nah, that's normally E Dukes, but he's not here today. Oh, he's at work right now. Dukes, so, okay. so he's not. He's not in the building with us today. He'll be back on next week. I don't know. Really? So they, they just kicked him out. Um. Yeah. As I try to help him. 
get back into the gist of things. Um, let's just start this thing off. Let's start with the most boring, boring match. I mean, well, let's start with the most boring match. I mean, the boring, most boring show of the wrestling week, Monday Night Raw. Ugh. Oh, dear God. I know, I know. Stomach will be, folks. Stomach will be. <laughs> Can we run it quick? Let's run it quick. Run it quick. Okay, fine. Matt, I mean, excuse me, I can't call him Matt. Damn. Riddle wins a triple threat match. Um, He's able to join the Raw Survivor Series team. Now it's him, AJ Braun, Keith, Sheamus. They end up having some BS team meeting in the middle of the ringways was looking super awkward because they're looking directly towards the way of the camera instead of looking at themselves in the circle. So I felt this was very generic at, I mean, at best. Ew. Um, this whole tag phrase was, you're not the captain. You're not the captain. Blah, 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 blah. This, end, this whole argument ends up leading up to Lee and Riddle having a tag team match against Strowman and Sheamus. And AJ Styles was the referee for that match. And the babyfaces actually won that. So Lee actually get two legitimate victories in the last couple of weeks. Riddle, however, and now I guess and maybe he's on good graces backstage, or they just needed some people, or they really needed one one person um for that Survivor Series team. Wasn't gonna be Jeff because he's all he's already in that program with Elias and stuff like that. When they when the hell are they really gonna break that thing up already? It's long overdue for that. Um, but nonetheless, this is y'all Raw's Survivor Series team. Go moving forward. This whole crap was two and a half stars. Yeah. So, Drew Gulag tries to get into the hurt business. He get it gets denied, gets beaten down. Our truth gains the twenty four seven title again. Boring. Lana and Shayna Baszler's match, uh, uh, and with Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke at commentary. I I, mean, I gotta say this, folks, and I gotta take a quote from our, our beloved villain that's not here today. Two shits and a toilet seat flush. All because he's not here today. That's the only reason why I'm saying it. <laughs> Two shits and toys for this whole damn thing. No, like, no. From just beginning to end, just how the match was in the beginning to after the match, how they couldn't put it through a damn table because um, Mandy and um, Dana was out there and eventually stopped it, but they stopped it because of her. They stopped it because they want to win on Survivor Series. So, whatever. Um... But then later on, she gets slammed through a table anyway. <laughs> so, what's the whole damn purpose of that? <laughs> no, Alexa Bliss chooses to fiend over her over her friend Nikki Cross about damn time. Yep. <laughs> get rid get rid of her. Um, Bobby Lashley squashes poor Titus O'Neil. <laughs> what the hell was that really about? Especially for the especially for the United States Championship right now. Um. Abysmal, just straight up abysmal. What are we doing with Lashley? I hope and pray that, and I'm probably going to talk about this later, but I'm going to just make this little tirade sweet. Lashley needs to get the U.S. belt off of him and go back after that World Heavyweight Championship belt. I feel like you're you're, you're messing with this man's time, and I'm not liking this shit. And this is why he left WWE in the fucking first place. And then we see the person he evolved into when he was on when he was in different other companies. And we're not getting that here. We we only get a shade of that, but not the whole damn thing. Pull the trigger this is, already. This is, like, fuck are you doing? This is like the ECW title on him when his first go around all over again, man. It's no joke. Yes, it, is. it is ridiculous. What they need to do, I know this is taking a book, uh, taking a page out of an old book, but what they should have done is let Bobby Lashley do the weekly uh, championship title challenges. If he would have done that, at least it would show him more frequently. 
out there performing. And, you know, then it would make sense for one day for him to lose it. And then, you know, kind of pull, uh, I hate to say this, pull a whole Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar thing. Just let it completely drop. Don't go back to it and put Bobby Lashley back into the main event picture, into the into the championship title matches. You know, give him a chance to get into those. That's what I feel like should happen. But, you know, no telling what the hell WWE is going to do with it. Yeah, so, I, I this will tell about that one old man in the back is probably thinking about what he's about to do with him. But go ahead, Mike. My fault for coming in off. Oh no, I was just gonna say I didn't even realize until they said it on the on the show that he hadn't defended the belt since Clash of Champions. That's how little they're using him. That I didn't even realize he hadn't even been defending the belt. Like it's just it's just like a prop on him. It's just something he has. Like he doesn't. Defended, they don't showcase it. The only reason he's even going to be on the pay per view at Survivor Series is because he has to face Jim Jane, which he better squash Jim Jane. But like that's another we'll thing that profession. So, can you hear me? We can hear you now. Okay, I was having some some difficulties with some technicals. Oh, uh, we we just talked about raw. <laughs> it's raw. Uh, <laughs> hey. Hey, Raw. Okay. Yeah, we're still on Raw. We we I'm just I'm just quickly go through the worst show of the week. So bear with me, folks. The 24-7 scramble match that happened was absolute trash. Suck. The only match that saved the whole and the whole entire damn like event itself was Ali and Ricochet. Stole the show. Yes. Yep. Yes. That was the only one that I felt that that Savage something out of this. That was a so, decent match in my eyes. I mean, you know, um, I'm compared to every other match that was on this thing. I mean, yeah, wait, hold on, my fault. Compared to any other match that was actually on this thing, I felt like this was the only one that stood out. And I'm gonna be honest, man, Ricochet had some brief moments where he actually looked like the old Ricochet, like from freaking uh pro wrestling gorilla, and you know everything else he had a few moments where he looked like that but it still you know was a typical watered down wwe match but it was still a good one though surprisingly it was solid i'm not gonna lie to you it was a real solid match it was good intensity um you know there wasn't really no interference per se just a lot of shit talking um i would have to agree with you uh cyber yeti i'm sorry Welcome back, Mike. I didn't get to say it earlier because my phone was acting up. I'm trying to keep it PG, guys. So my phone was acting up. But welcome back, sir. Glad that you're back. Good to hear your voice and hear you all right and straight. So let me just say that. Get that out the way. Thanks, uh, sir. Yeah, but that match, um, I do have to agree with y'all on this one. I don't really have much to say about Raw. I wasn't really too... Uh, hyped about it, but that match did kind of spark some interest because I kind of feel like with this beating, it kind of might cause Alexander to kind of uh, I'm sorry, Ricochet to kind of join Retribution. I don't know how much longer this dude's going to keep getting his ass whipped before he chooses what side he wants to be on. Um, I think I, here's my thing, and I don't know if y'all peeped it. Sidebar. Why does who so you have Samoa Joe? Who's the commentators 
on Raw? Commentary Samoa Joe, Todd Phillips, and I believe and Braxton. Yeah, Braxton. Okay, Braxton. If you ever listen to Braxton, you know he's the only fool that says his name wrong. Mm-hmm. I believe so. He kept saying Mustafa or Mustafa or something like that. Like his name is Mustafa Ali, not Mustafa. Like. Are you doing this shit on purpose? Is there like a perp like like if you go back and you watch Raw, you can hear him literally say Mustafa. Like it's like he's doing this shit on purpose. And I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, it is hilarious, but also it was a little disrespectful though, man, because Ali, he really outside of this character he's playing, he's actually a really good guy. And I just see it as kind of like a little bit of a slap in the face towards him, which I can understand mm-hmm. with the storyline that the way it's going right now. And he's supposed to be seen more as a heelish character. So right. um, I can understand that. But, man, okay, get him get him with it a couple times. But then after that, man, just let it go for a little bit, you know? But No, you're right. Me, you know? You mean you're right. I just thought it just actually kind of took away from the match exactly itself because it was like the distraction of how how you gonna like it's easy Mustafa, but you're like Mustafa, or or you're saying it in a in a different tone to where you're making a mockery of the man. But the match was a sol- it was a solid, straight good match. I mean that no joke. that that would you call it that um. Uh, that little uh, backbreaker he had off the top rope. Oof. I, I, I thought he had Ricochet right there. Like, okay, cool. But then it, it throws it off when you have a high moment like that. And then you got commentators that are kind of like spitting on your name at the same time. Yeah, it's not right, man. That's why I was mm-hmm. like, they just should have let it go after a while. I don't know, bro. Vince is up to no good again. <laughs> what do you mean again? It's a constant, man. What are you talking about? It's a reminder. Yeah, it's actually this actually been a constant for a little over ten years yeah, now. No joke. I don't, I don't know, guys. I mean, I just think it's just bull. I think it's BS. I'm learning. I'm I'm trying to calm down on the show. I think it's just BS that you just have a solid match like that, and then you take points away because your commentators refuse to say the name right, or they want to keep. Doing like uh, sarcastic BS, if that makes any sense. Like Samoa Joe to me seems like the only reasonable one that's commentating to actually respect the name, and then you just have Braxton who's just been an idiot for like the past two years. So I mean, but you also have to, I don't know. you have to also look at it like this. Out of all the commentators, Samoa Joe is the only one who's actually wrestled and actually understands, you know, there's certain times, you know, put jabs in there, but there's other times where you just need to leave it alone and let the match play out and let them let them do their thing and don't take discredit anybody while they're wrestling, you know? That's right. the, that's yeah. why he's he's more on a level a level plane when it comes to commentating. That's why I like when wrestlers show up on the on the commentator table because they actually show that respect. Like I'll, I'll even say this too. I know a lot of people may not, not agree, but um, what's his face? One with Carmela. I already forgot his damn name. Corey Graves. Mm-hmm. He, he has a, that certain level of respect for people too. You know, he's not turning around and trying to throw people under the table every time when they're in the middle of, of wrestling. Now, outside of that, like before and after the match. Oh yeah. He's going in on him. 
But at least, you know, he has that respect. While during the match, he doesn't do that. But anyway. Yeah, I just thought that was really kind of messed up. Yeah. So moving on to the last point. Moving on to the last point of um, that whole show. Rainy just let Miss Morrison take me take a big fat L to McIntyre in New Day. Well, of course, we're going to get this WWE Championship match next week, Monday, between McIntyre and Orton. So, Survivor Series now in the tip of the balance. On Monday, let's see who walks up with the W. Who do, you, who do y'all um, think is going to wind up picking that belt? All right, I'd rather see McIntyre versus Roman. I would. I I was impartial until SmackDown. You made me want to see Roman and McIntyre fight again. Um... To be honest with you, it's kind of a toss-up. I don't, I don't. I want to say McIntyre, but I also want to say Randy Orton. I'm kind of actually torn between the two, just because of the fact that both of these guys bring something different to the table, but the chemistry in the ring is also different. Like we see Roman. Go against powerhouses and guys with speed and guys with agility, but going against guys like Randy Orton at a at such a high stake match was is it has been very rare in his career. Like his most, I say, strong matches have been against Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt, uh, you know. Uh, who else? Uh, Lesnar. Uh, you know, he has feud with other guys. Uh, but the likes of Randy Orton, the caliber of Randy Orton, he's never really had matches like that. So to me, I would like to see Randy Orton go against Roman Reigns. Because at any point in time, you think you're going for that Superman punch or that spare you get the most, you know, three of the most dangerous letters in, in sports entertainment. You might catch that RKO, bro. I mean, I don't care if you're the, the head chief or not. That RKO comes out of nowhere. And I mean, so. Yeah, most definitely. I agree. I'm sorry to cut in on you like that, man. But, no, you good. But um, here's my other thing. This, I have been waiting for this day with Randy Orton for years. He flat out said it. I forgot what. Um, when he said it, but it was like within the last couple of weeks, he says, I am no longer the legend killer. I'm now the legend. He flat out. The second I heard that I was like, finally, he is, he's putting himself up there with, you know, the legends that he hunted when he was younger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's finally putting himself up there on that next level you know with those with those legends he went up against and you know what to be honest a lot of people think that he got handed a lot of stuff when he was younger and there's some cases where yeah he did but you he, made the best he made the best of it and he worked his ass off Asshole. so I, he did go through the ring at the first like the first 10 years of his career he did go through a lot of he had a lot of strenuous like matches and battles that oh, cost him yeah. to be there but I mean, you got to think about it. What you said was correct. You know, you 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 finally take away the legend killer. We all know why. I mean, he took out his his 
the people that he looked up to and was fond of. But I mean, after you've been champion 14 years and you tie, you know, you come into ties and one of the greatest champions in, in wrestling history as far as Triple H. I mean, you know, it wasn't until like Triple H won the belt like 10 times before he started calling himself the King of Kings. Exactly. So, I mean, mm-hmm. after a certain pinnacle point in your career, you you have to not only alter yourself, but you got to heighten it as well. And Randy Orton, he did what most legendary wrestlers do. You know, you, you go through a phase, and then once you hit a, 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 a point in your, in, your, in your career, you got to let it stick. You know, everybody did it. Stone Cold did it. Shawn Michaels did it. Uh, who else did it? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, guys like Kurt Angle, even even Brock Lesnar, even The Undertaker. Undertaker went from The Undertaker to American Badass to The Dead Man. I mean, he had so many, not alter egos, but so many names that he could represent himself in different forms. And and Randy Orton is just taking a page out of the Legends book. So I mean, I salute to him. But back to what we say, like to me, I I agree with you guys. But I'm I gotta take Randy Orton on this one. To me, that would be a better match than just Drew McIntyre because we all see matches of guys fighting strong against strong. Randy Orton is that caliber uh, of strong and agile and swift because you can you can beat him up, but at any point in time, if he sees that opening, it's lights out. Yep. You can't do that with Drew McIntyre. Like he's just all like you have to wear him down. Same thing like you had to do with Roman Reigns. We seen Roman Reigns go through that shit when he fought Brock Lesnar. He got suplexed like fifty times to the point where I think he had internal bleeding. And he was just laughing. Who does that? Samoans do that. So it's like, do we want to see another recap of that in a different form? Or do we we want to see something where it can go both ways? The viper can strike at any moment. The dog can put the snake out at any moment. I'm tired of seeing the Claymore kick. I, I actually want to see, you know, the right champion goes against the right champion. Now, if he loses and, and Magatai becomes champion, then that's fine. But I don't think that's going to happen come Survivor I think that might happen afterwards. Yeah. Anything else? Bro Lee. That's all I got to say. Bro Lee. <laughs> that's all I got. I've been wanting to say that all day. Bro Lee. He's like, I actually like that. <laughs> Bruh. I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. <laughs> let's just move on. Let's just move on. Let's move on to dynamite. Yes. Um Brian Cage defeats um, Matt Saito. But before we get that, task us the promo going towards um Darby Allen, who's the new TNT champion, and um Cody, who happens to be in the back. Don't try to get any funny ideas, blah 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 blah. So it comes some pretty stuff promos, and then after the match is over, um, Ricky Starks tasting like Darby Allen. So I guess he's gonna be the next, next um, next opponent for Darby to go for the TNT Championship. So, um, good fit, good. Um, well, the rivalry's still been ongoing thus far. Makes sense. I mean, the the pieces are in play. Let's see what happens then. Don't wait till a pay-per-view. Wait till when it's like December time, going to Christmas. Then you kind of save that thing up. But why is Tony Khan going to try to 
flip the whole script when it comes to this whole book and the situation and shit. And maybe he's he's been kind of doing decent work, but it's still kind of mediocre at best. But I'll get into that later on. Um, oh, this one. Cody comes out dresses his next move for the MJF, and apparently he's trying to go after the world title because we all know what happened last year. Um, and basically, he's not going after the TNT Championship anymore. He's done with that. He's trying for bigger, better things. He knows what the hell he's going for. Then, whoo, the cut of the promo of the damn night. Jade Cargill. Ooh, ooh. Wait, before I get into this, but, yo, before I get into this, right? Oh, my God. To the viewers at home, if you think of who's the perfect person I can name, Megan Good mixed with a mixed with a Naomi Campbell. This is what you got. But just wear a six pack of hard abs and a nice, soft, genuine ass. Oh, yes. <laughs> and yes, folks, she's whack. So I know a lot of black, I know a lot of black demographic is really gonna be looking at her like, oh. Yeah, I gotta be watching her every week. Yo, how come you didn't tell me about this? <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be one of those things. Underline her name because uh, she got the body though. Now to see the wrestling ability that that if every every if we um if we can match to that. I know she's a fitness gym rat, but you know just because you may look good does not you, mean you're good. Wrestling. You know what I'm saying? You can perform. Yeah, like you can perform in the ring. But the promo that she cut though, oh yeah, Fire. she's looking at everyone here. She took aim. She took aim at Cody's neck from all angles and gives us a little hint that talk about killing giants. I got a giant for you. His name is Shaq. Mister Shaquille O'Neal is going to be somewhere involved in this. Not in the match, of course. Hell no. <laughs> it's going to be exactly what WCW did back in nineteen ninety four. Come out, present the belt, blah blah blah. He'll do whatever way, like, little small little bump. Call it a day. He gets paid. But they're trying to hype it up. They're trying to get them. They're trying to go global now. So they need a host to get out there. And that's the NBA right now. Obviously, with the season coming up in December, of course, it's going to be on TNT. AEW is on TNT. They work together on this. See, see what springboard that happens with, uh, when it comes to that stuff. But after that whole promo was over with, Brady comes out trying to G-check her. And then we see Miss Cardio just slap, you know, say like just slap a little ass. I'm like, oh, I'm like okay, she's a dog. I get it. You know what I'm saying? I'm rooting for her now. Woo, woo. I'm a hill anyway, so I'm a root for all my hills in this case. Poor Cody, he just ambushed from 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 behind by um Brian Cage, his cops fan. Darby comes out of nowhere, coming down from all the way on the top of the damn Raptors. I don't know how the hell he got all the way in the next time. Going there, basically, he gets cut by Ricky Starks. Then he gets chased away by Warhawk at the end. We hit, we had the baby pieces in the right. That promo that she cut, bro, that hurt me. <laughs> that promo that she cut fucking hurt me, but it was the way that she dressed up, too. That hurt me even more. I'm like, ooh. Are we talking about Shawnee? But then I'm like, two out of three, though. Let's see what happens in the ring. So I want to see. So I want to see some matches come out of this. What's your question? Facts? I said, who's that, Shawnee's? No. Shawnee's Shaq's wife. Shawnee's Shaq's wife? I think so. Wait, oh, wait. No, 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 It's not his wife. Oh. It's not his wife. Nah. My respect for Shaq almost went to the roof. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that too much. Nah, it's not his wife. 
um, she, I mean, Daisy Zeus had to try to like, introduce her, but introduce him at the same time through a different paraphrase of the promo. So, but, um, yeah, baby girl is a fucking chocolate Hershey ball waiting. You know, when he gets broken, oh, I, I, I have to go, y'all. I have to go find it on Instagram. It's for real, bro. Jim <laughs> Rat the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's, she's at it. It's mm. funny because I was watching Dynamite and like it was on, but I I was kind of like in and out because I still wasn't feeling good. And then she came out and just like instantly, my attention was like, oh, wait, what's going on here? What's what's what is this? Right. And then, she, and then she cut. And she cut a good promo. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. It was kind of a letdown when she said Shaq. I was kind of like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. Hey, hey, don't do that. Shaq is one of my favorites <laughs> in the world. Okay. As a big guy, you got to understand. You know, that's where it's at, bro. Okay, look, he's what a tall a, guy. You are big. He's tall. <laughs> You're big. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie like I'm not going to watch because Shaq is – I, I got to see what he's going to do. <laughs> Even though I, I, I think it's going to be like one or two. He, I mean, he, he's not really going to be like in the ring, in the ring wrestling. He's not going to pull a Dennis Rodman versus Carmelo matchup. <laughs> no, he's going to pull a WrestleMania <laughs> moment. You know what I'm saying? Come out. Get involved like he did with the big show, you know, push people around like he does in the NBA. You know, when he had his broken foot and Rick Fox got in a fight with Doug Christie. And, you know, he was pushing <laughs> motherfuckers around and threatening You know, he's a police officer. There's, so there's only a limited amount of action he can do. Uh, but when you're worth over $300 million and you're like one of the largest, greatest athletes in this world, you can pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. Sorry. So, I mean, it's another way for him to make and, a couple million. I know. He's he's a good businessman. Great businessman. I just want to point out, too, that Loki, that might have been the best promo I ever heard Brandy cut, too. That was, she came out and she had me believing, like, yo, don't talk about my man or I'm going to smack you. I was, I was very impressed. That whole segment was good. The little smack on the butt, I didn't know where that was, but I was not complaining about it. And it, I mean, it, it was good. I thought it was the best part of Dynamite. I thought it was the best part of the whole show. Hmm. Moving on from that, as I, I made my case pretty clear. Um, did we get the Moxie promo on on a, on on Omega? Now his. Here's what I gotta go on a little tough, a little mini tirade to Tony Khan. Why the fuck December second? Why? 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 Ugh. Do you not know that you're rushing this match? That you're rushing this build? I don't understand this. We're on chapter two when it comes to these two. We don't need to pull the trigger within a few weeks. We can be we can be able to pull this trigger by revolution. Why is it so desperate for you to try to get the belt off of within the within the next few weeks? Or unless you're playing some screwy finish where it continues on and somehow we see Omega joining forces with a stable or with or with someone else. Not really too sure about that whole theory. Um 
But I just don't. But I just didn't like when they announced it, and the first thing that clicked in my head was, okay, you could have said this for Christmas, if anything else, if you wanted to. You know what I mean? You can get some viewers to to watch wrestling through um during that time period, and that would be great viewership for them. Why not? But my main thing is for a title match of this caliber, I really honestly feel that this should be for that Revolution pay per view coming up in February. Why do it on December 2nd? So, Tony, I got some questions. Email me, please. Because I'm still kind of baffled about this little um, booking situation. The Nightmare Family then defeats Bushy and the Blade in some Burnstead match. Am I getting that correct? What was I, that match called? I don't know what it was called. But either way, this is just like some fall broad hey, like, ugh. Like if you went to like some type of like square like square this competition or like square this party, this is like the haystack in the corner, pitchforks, the whole nine yards. Like you make you feel real country with this. But um it was very bloody though. I you know, AEW's not known for having too much blood during TV, you know, regular TV shows like that anyway. They mostly say that stuff for pay-per-views. So I guess it was the one kind of like skew guideline to kind of like like the one excuse type of like use it, and it kind of worked the effect. I gave it three stars for that. I mean the right the right call was happening. Ali got Ali got put through a table because he got flung off the apron. So we got a pop for that. Um, the baby faces won, obviously. Now the key question is: Can we see Bush and the Blake after the tag titles already? Like, what are you doing with them? Oh, like I got so many questions. Like you got the best talent in the world, but the booking right now is mediocre at best. What's going on, Tony? Let's go into some fun shit, though. The inner circle oh, induction God. ceremony yeah. that happened was great. <laughs> oh my God, that was awesome. Who the hell would have thought this man MJF would probably cut a promo like that and really took away? You know, it really bit it for Drake. <laughs> Yo, oh my god. This this pure pure faced Jewish idiot is <laughs> really quote really quoting lyrics from um damn it, what was that Drake song that he quoted that from? But when I heard it and I thought about it, I'm like, that sounds like Drake's voice right now. And sure enough it was. <laughs> I was sold on that. Like, yo, he you know, he won the whole promo for that one. Um but we get the seeds planted going on here between Sam, maybe between Sammy and and Ortiz, being being upset that he was left out from um MGF, told him to go to the beach, but and I get the wrong information, blah blah blah. Ortiz obviously is not liking this game point, but he's gonna be the first one to walk, and not him. It's gonna be Sammy. Um, but MJF got some good news for. Before the inner circle, and because it hadn't been Jerry, Jerry, Chris Jericho's birthday on Wednesday, happy belated birthday to you, sir. Um, he's going to be taking the inner circle to Vegas, all of them. So we're going to be seeing some hangover. I don't know. Um, hangover. All three movies are probably going to be parlay into this whole segment right here. Just watch. <laughs> Young Bucks and versus Top Flight is going to go out next week for the tag team titles. That's going to be a good match to watch. Sean Spears, Sean Spears defeats Scorpio Sky, which I felt this was, they should have been displaying this rivalry between the two of them on Dynamite more than what they did on, on, on Dark. Because mm-hmm. I felt like, yo, 
matches like this, it's like you need to display Scorpio Sky, but okay, he's a new face. Young kids will love to women will love to watch him. And these two are these two actually had some great matches for the last few weeks. So I felt kind of disappointed when we only get to see their matches on AEW Dark. So what's that tell you about Scorpio Sky? I understand he's a talent, but I understand where he could be very great, very effective when you get on national television and really go nuts with him. Like, pull the trigger on him. He should have been the first one to get the TNT Championship first before Cody ever won it back. Mm-hmm. Even before Brody would have won it. That's all I mean. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Because we look at that Chris, the Chris Bodea situation, he's more of an agent right now for that company. And Marky and um, Kazarian is doing the same thing that Scorpio is doing. So SEU is kind of like splitting the part anyway, but it's still together. Individual goal, perhaps? I say so. Let's see something happen with that one. Um, but 3.5 stars for that, real quick. Tay Conti has some wardrobe malfunction that happened during that match against Red Velvet. <laughs> and y'all missed it, y'all missed it because I seen it, and that, I was like, mm, "Imagine you hitting that shit from the back now." <laughs> <laughs> and I know Fast would have loved Fast would love that sentence, but I guess he got kicked out again. He's trying to work his way back. Um, Kenny, Kenny Omega, we see a personality change. Now he's starting to become a dick. And yes, I want to see him be a fucking prick. I don't care about the PG rule. I'm going already R with this one. I need Omega to be that prick. I want him to be. I am the best damn wrestler in the world, and I'm going to prove it each and every damn week. I'm holding two championship belts for two different promotions. Who the hell can say that? If that's going at his finest, then you need to pull the trigger on that. Kenny Omega, and you give him the microphone and, go, and give him full, full car blunts to go on full-blown promo, hyping himself up, two championships, two different companies. New Japan loves my ass. They want my ass back. He is the highest thing alive in 2020. He needs to put that type of promo out of his ass to win the heel turn over. That's what we're going to see some 2.0, man. Straight up, man, and I'm loving uh-huh. every minute of it. He needs, man. It's just great to see, and I, I'm loving it, dude. He needs to bring it out more, man. He needs to go like full blown. I don't give a give an f about it. Just do it. Just do it already, and just freaking get that title. But I agree with you from what you said earlier. December 2nd is way too soon. That is, I completely agree with that. It's completely ridiculous. They should wait for the next pay-per-view to throw this on there. Let it build up. Let them get into altercations. Let Moxley and Omega build this up. So that's all I got to say about that, man. That's definitely what they need to do, but I don't know what the heck Tony Khan's thinking, but. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I don't, know what, I don't know what he's thinking right now. I'm starting to make you feel like Conan and Disco in front of have, have, have actually been pretty damn on point with that lately. And I've been listening to their podcast, and they've been talking like a lot of smack up on Tony there. I think they're right on the money with it right about now, now that I'm realizing it for myself. Moving on from that, we get the main event, Pentagon oh, versus Ray Phoenix Oh, my two. God. This was a great. Wait, no, no, no. Mike, whoever said that, I'm sorry. I felt the first one, that was a classic. This one kind of dumbed down a little bit more. 
just a tad bit. I didn't feel too excited than what I saw in the first match. Especially in this match, we get wait, wait, wait. Especially when we get in this match, we get the Bobo trying to rip their masks off. Nowhere in Mexican tradition you ever allowed to do that. That's like a punishable offense. No disrespect. Now you come to American soil, it's no rules. I feel like this rule should apply no matter where the fuck you go, whether whatever promotion that you work for, you can't okay, do that. Can I can I can I say something That's to what like, you're about to say? Wait, wait, time out, time out, time out. Now, but wait, wait, but now that's no, no. I mean, I'm just trying to just explain to Mike. That's why I felt with the first match was better than this one mm-hmm. from my perspective. Now, I get what I get. What you probably gonna say something completely different, but we looking at the, mm-hmm. the tradition of luchadors, right? We go back in history. What is the one the thing that they never do? Yeah, it's exactly. a sign of respect for the culture of wrestling. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now. But now, is that applicable to if you're going to a different it depends on company, what company soil? Because some companies, some companies so, respect the luchador to a T and refuse to allow any of that nonsense to happen. If you remember, I think the first company that did do that was WCW when they did the unmasking of Rey Mysterio. And then I think after that, I think it was either psychosis or hooventude. It was one of those two that was next. So it was like, okay, if they can do it, then okay, fine. Then that then all of a sudden that shit just went out the window. So it, it's it's it had to take for someone to start it off to make it okay. Um because everybody wondered for years what a luchador looks like underneath. And and I'm and, and you know before Ray Mysterio joined the Wolfpack, you know what I'm saying? He he never he joined was the Wolfpack. Wolfpack. No, the fuck he wasn't. Yes, he was. Or was that the LWO? No, he wasn't. So who did he lose it? He wasn't even in part of that. They were trying to get him off. in, but he declined. It was somebody from MWO, right? Because he lost it? Nash took it was Kevin Nash off. that took off from his mask. MWO. Same difference. Wolf pack. Uh, it doesn't no, it matter. No, it's a fucking difference. Notice that okay, so, difference between these so, two. No, you're right. Okay, my so fault. You're right. My no, fault. Go ahead. I want you to beat. That right there just kind of broke that that silence of uh, the culture behind the luchador in America. You know what I'm saying? Because we all seen it. You know what I'm saying? We all seen like, you know, uh, who's that? Uh, Jushin uh, Tiger and then Psychosis, yep. Then psychosis, then Ray Mysterio, then Hooventude, uh, then uh, uh, you know all the other ones. So I mean, it, it's it's when you got brothers who are trying to put on the show, this is what you're going to get. I don't think they'll ever stoop to that level of actually having the mask taken off. I think uh, didn't um, FTR do that to somebody? And they took the mask off and then got the pen or something like that. I know somebody did it recently this year in one of the companies where they was fighting somebody that was masked and then took the mask off and then got the pen because they couldn't reveal their face. So, I mean... I think, I think it was um, that Pentagon yeah, against, Phoenix, against, the first against one. Against FTR, the first right? Because they were going... 
Yeah, they were going back and forth. Actually, yeah. And it was getting Actually, close yeah. down to the to 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 the end of the time match. And before you know it, they just ripped off the mask. So I mean, you you know, when you see that reaction, it's like okay, you you can tell that they still respect that heritage of being a luchador. But when you're when you're when your brother's on the same page, but you're trying to put on a good show, it's like you're feeding off each other's energy. And it's weird to me how AEW allows them to really do that, which I think is absolutely cool for, for them to team up and pair up and whoop other people's asses, but then turn around and then they try to kill each other. I mean, it's, it's smart. They've been doing it for years. And a lot of people didn't know that they were brothers until they hit, unless you're a real, a real wrestling fan. They didn't know they were brothers until they reached AEW. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like a mystery. It's like open up, opening up Pandora's box. Do we want to see what, what, what Pentagon and, and, and Ray Phoenix look like? Absolutely. But we'll never see it. We'll never see that. As long as they're wrestling, you will never see that. That's part of their culture. That's a heritage thing. That's like, that's like a white man calling the black man the N-word. Like, no, nah, you're not taking off my mask. Like, that's just, like, you can really get your ass whipped for that. Oh, yeah. Or a black yeah. person call a white person to so, see I mean, it's, it's It, it kind of goes both ways. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, you have to respect it. As a wrestling fan, you have to respect the luchador, the luchador way. That there's just no other way to do it. And if you do disrespect it, you got a shitload of luchadors and mass wrestlers that would love to get their hands on you. So, I mean, I get what you're saying, but it's just mm-hmm. that when you said that, I was just like, yeah, all I could think about was the unmasking of Ray Mysterio and how long it took. Like, you know, and then, you know, him being, you know, and I'm not saying it to sound funny, but, you know, he took off the mask, looked like a pretty boy, and he had the mask off for like, what, a year and a half before he put the mask back on? So, I mean, you know, it, it, it's kind of one of those things. I guess if you're respected and accepted in your culture and you can do that, then that's fine. But you can tell that after that whole incident in WCW, he never took his mask off again. So, I mean, I, I, it all depends. I don't know. It's, it, here in America, the rules are meant to be broken, I guess. <laughs> you want to make money, you got to break the rules, bro. Sorry. And that's how that's 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 how it feels. That's how I mean. That's how I feel. Um, certain cultures just don't get that kind of respect when it comes to certain things, and luchadors get overlooked a lot in some ways, especially in American wrestling. So, but it was a good match, and I kind of agree with you. It, it, it wasn't as as best as their first initial match, but this is not going to be the last one. They're going to have a third one. They're going to have a third one. And that one's going to be even crazier because it's going to capitalize off the first two. Well, can I finish before we go into the next thing? Mm-hmm. Before we get into that damn ending or something like that. Kingston tries to divide the two of them, of course. So we see the return to Pop mm-hmm. making his ever return after seven months. Now he squarely takes aim to take back what was rightfully his, his his Lucha Brothers himself, would go back into Death Triangle and goes after Eddie Kingston. To end the show off, we have some type of melee brawl that happened um, before we left the air. I kind of wish that they kind of would have brawled, but nonetheless, I'm okay with that. We'll see what happens next week. And I'm happy that Pox back. Now he's making a little different thinker. Um, definitely 
kind of long of a deal for him. So I think I think he should definitely be going going after some type of goal anyway, uh, or at least go contend for at least a TD championship, or at least to go after Ooh, Darby. Yeah. Ooh, that could be good. Um, you know, for right now, at least to get his feet wet, and then be like, okay, let's see how he, he can do in the um, in the match. And then I can be like, okay, I'm with it. I mean, so just trying to figure this shit out. Um, so I'm okay with it. So happy that Park's back. Happy that um, the show ended up on a pretty good note, which I was pretty good. So I give it two thumbs up for it. Let's go to the weakest match. I mean, you know, let's go to the weakest, um, the weakest show of Wednesday, which was NXT. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into that, I know Dukes are going to say they beat the first one. Shout out to the best jobber in WWE history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his main man, Leon Ruff. Because <laughs> I'm about to go into this. <laughs> we open up the show, right? With Johnny Gargano spin the wheel opportunity to see who's going to face him in the championship. And it ends up leaning on Leon Ruff, which obviously it was hammered in this shit, like on a piece of paper. Turns <laughs> out this man comes out, jolly as he can be, just happy to be there, happy for the opportunity. Oh my God. And just this match, I thought, okay, this match is going to end within like three to five minutes. Why the hell you get Damian Priest coming out, making the interference, right? Distracting um, Gargano. And I'm guessing because there's, with the background story is for this. Gargano, every time when he won a championship, he will lose it in the very next defense. So he have a very short reign. He's got to break the curse here. So here we have it. Leon Ruff, a jobber nonetheless, who just got who just recently signed with um WWE like not too long ago, along with eight trainees. So he's part of that, so he's part of that pack that just recently just came in. Um somehow he gets some crucifixion hold pin on him and he gets the win. <laughs> And now we gotta do, and now we gotta do North American Championship, and his name is Leon Fucking Rough. It's about time. It's about time. And the clip, the clip that I showed y'all in the clip that I showed y'all in the group chat way, when he threw his arms and the belt fell on the floor. <laughs> oh man, I was fucking crying. I was like, yo, that's disrespect. I said, yo, that was the ultimate disrespect to that belt. <laughs> yo, like, are you serious? Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Rhoda, whoever the hell booked this match, whoever the hell booked this should be ashamed of themselves. Because you know what the hell you just did? You made that title, mate. You made that title look mediocre. Now you made it feel mediocre. Now mm. you make it feel like I can go, that I can go into NXT in my first match. And well, win. you know it was kind of old. <laughs> so fast, so fast, mm. you're driving me down into Florida. I'll pay you. Say I pay for the gas, the hotel, the whole nine yards. You're gonna take my ass down there. I'm gonna have a match with Leon Ruffin. I'm gonna whoop the shit well, out of him. Maybe you should <laughs> listen. Maybe you should, but but you also have to understand. I mean. Do you remember before before all these gentlemen came along, before Savietti Mike came, you remember when it was just in the first season, Leon Ruff. Yeah. Le- Leon That's why I'm laughing so hard. He was getting his ass, like, tossed to the wood, to the wolves. So in, in, in retrospect, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's a funny thing, but you oh know what? God. It's well-deserved because he took, he, he was kind like, he helped keep, like he helped the 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 shows, both shows, kind of 
keep it going. Like he was doing. No, listen to what I'm saying. What like he was what the one say? that was literally being used as the company's punching bag. He was like the Brooklyn brawler of the pandemic. So in, 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 in retrospect, it's as funny as hell, but I mean, <laughs> it, when you go through hell, I mean, that, that's a reward right there. You, no one expected this. Okay, you know what? We're going to give you the belt. We're going to give you the belt for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And trust and believe, you know, regardless of who booked it, whether it was Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Road Dog, it doesn't matter. I kind of feel like this might be a good turnaround for him because the fact that he, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm laughing too, bro, because I mean, I, I, I the, the, the stuff that we said during the first season, <laughs> it was, oh man, <laughs> ah, I wish bro, you could say it right bro, by bro, now. I, I wasn't laughing so, in his so, face too. I'm sorry. So, so Josh and Michael, when I was really dog this dude. Uh, we 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 had like a straight hour <laughs> of rapping this dude on the podcast and in the group chat. So to see him, so to see him actually have the belt is kind of like a blessing in disguise because it also fell around the time where the whole George Floyd thing came out and it happened, and then it was like you know the politics within politics, you know why certain wrestlers wasn't getting. The shine and, and, and stuff like that. So Leo at the time, they just kept throwing Leo Ruff into the mix, and he was just getting his ass handed to him. Like I mean, he was he was getting beat up. He get clothesline, and all of a sudden he scorpionized himself. He get. Oh my god! I wait, 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 yo, wait. I'm sorry. I I, I remember mm-hmm. it, it was the black mask that Alistair Black did bro. like him in the way that he yo, fought. Bro. <laughs> yo, <laughs> the way that he fought and the way that he landed like, was you, so fucking hilarious. Like, yo, we yo, had the bro. gift it, ready it to go. We couldn't even move on to the next part because of the fact that we just had so much to say about Leon Ruff, but I'm actually yeah, happy. I, was... I mean, I don't think he's <laughs> I think actually this might be a good push for him because he doesn't really deserve to be a jobber. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the man, the man went through enough hell doing this year, being beat up and being thrown to the wolves. I kind of feel like this is a gracious kind of like give back. Okay, you 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 put in enough sacrifice. A lot of people didn't expect you. So even if he loses the belt, this is a good confidence builder for him to get his weight up so he can become a, a, ten, a an actual contender again. You know, this was just handed to him. Like we know that that shit was handed to him. That was handed to him on a silver platter. I mean, how would you feel if you was a wrestler and then you had to fight? All these guys that just not equipped the fight because you're undecided, but you're still doing it. And it's like, okay, months later, you get a title. I'll take that. I'll have that on my resume. I don't care. Call it what you want. I got a title. That That's most of what most of these wrestlers can say that's gone through NXT and went up in the ranks. So I'll take it. But that was funny, though. The, the picture that you did put in the group that that was kind of funny. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about it. This shit was hilarious. <laughs> Listen, no disrespect to Leon. Okay, I mean, look, I, I'm gonna just be short and sweet. I was just picking out off of, uh, I'm picking off of um, 
Fast for saying it. Yes, mm-hmm. it's season one. I made a travesty. <laughs> and I remember even Karu sure. at one point had even made a bet that you were always going be before this man was. So now he definitely wouldn't oh, have yeah. to pay him some money I now because he lost because he lost three times. Mm. He lost three times this season. I forgot <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, I see. I remember a while ago. Now he actually wouldn't have been paying attention. You would have actually. I would have been like, "Yo, you owe this man money, Hold that man that money, me money." That bet, was that bet with you and him? Oh my god. What between who? About between Lee, me and Karu about, about what? Um, Dean being champion. Topic of discussion. Nope, nope, okay. that, nope. That was Dukes. So he would have had to owe Dukes twice, Ooh. and he would have owed you once. Ooh. So he would have coughed up some money. <laughs> so Ooh. I would hear nothing about this shit today. See, I forgot about that. See, that, that Ooh, was amazing, so I forgot so, about it. So it was just like, um, okay. No, actually, you wasn't active. No, you had no. You wasn't in the session when that bet was made. Oh, okay. Only these two knew about it and myself. That's crazy. So, but before before I have to continue laughing my ass off because of this. <laughs> wait, I gotta, wait, I gotta let all this shit up for a second. <laughs> oh god! All right. All right, moving on. Santo Escobar beats Jake Atlas. I don't know what the hell this whole thing was for. Zia Lee, Lee, no shows the match against Raquel Gonzalez who ends up being down the messenger. The messenger gets some type of note. I don't know what this means. It means maybe this is something involving with her itself. Zia Lee turning heel eventually. Maybe it's a whole little gimmick. Tidied up change. Not telling you sure. But I have a funny feeling you'll see her take a little demon turn sooner or later. I'm not telling you sure. Or she's going to say, you're fired. This big Asian guy, he just, he's my bodyguard and call it a from that. Um, so, yeah. Moving on from that, Timothy Thatcher and the guy from last week, I do not know his name. What Deuce is supposed to be here for? Um, and Dexter Loomis brought it out backstage just leading mm-hmm. on to a match later on during the night. Tony Storm versus Candice LeRae. Candice LeRae gets a W by some because of some masked figure who had a screen mask on, comes in, interrupts his shit like that, and eventually it's a two-on-one situation at the end of the match. The Shawshank Blackheart gets involved. She gets beat down. The masked figure reveals herself as India Hartwell. Who the hell is mm. she? Mm. <laughs> nah, I'm sorry, India. My mm. fault. <laughs> um... Next, Timothy Thatcher versus Dexter Loomis was actually pretty good, except for the damn finish. Whoever is a fan of Cameron Grimes, please do not say Cameron. Whatever the hell that thing is. No joke. No joke. My God. And um, he reminds me of someone from American Horror Story. I I hate to say it that way, part of my (laughs) language, but he's a fucking bum. I cannot stand that dude, Cameron Grimes. You know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of a country hick version of Brother Love. <laughs> you know, like a country hick version of Brother Love. Luke? Like, you know, like if you took away the red face and you just added the hat with the beard, that that's 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 a brother that's brother love 2.0. Yeah. I'm Cameron Grimes, and you know I love you. Like, shut the hell up if I slap the holy crap out of you and your beard. <laughs> 
uh, jump through the damn TV screen and you know, and let a few of them have no, I can't. I can't uh, give him a punch when you just, ask me. He just, the way he talks, <laughs> it just irks my nerves, bro. It's like, it's like, it's like you 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 remember watching Family Matters, and you know Urkel's gonna do something. There's do did I do that? And it's like every time when you open up your mouth, bro. Just want to sock you in your neck. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, like, want to punch you in your neck, bro. You just get on my nerves, bro. That's what Cameron Grimes does for me, bro. He irks the hell out oh of me, my bro. God. I can't stand it. Okay. Well, Cameron Grimes viciously attacks Dexter, puts a mask on, puts a bag over his head, and beats the crap out of him, and stops his head off with a chair. So we're going to continue this little program between. The dark, the guy from American Horror so Story. Is, is, the NXT the turning into like a, um, <laughs> is it me or are they turn into like this mini horror action film type wrestling show where it's like, you know, people getting put in trunks. People are like fighting their tombs, getting hit with tombstone. It's like, dude, like, really? Like, this is what you got to do to get ratings? Is it? It. it it this is, is what happens when you are competing with another wrestling company that's none of your damn business. That's the problem. <laughs> a day where you just say, you know what, let's move to Tuesdays, start brand new, and let's just right. hit the reset and we'll do our own way. Triple H, Sean, Rodar, whatever. Vince McMahon, do not put your fingers involved in this developmental system, even though you are excluding us for whatever crap that's going on in the main roster right now. Thank God. Because that third that third party act would have happened in NXT, you see a lot of people walk away right off right by now. So I need that's why Vince is not pulling the trigger when it comes to that in NXT right now, but sooner or later, he definitely is. And we'll get into the news later on about that later. Um Chambers is a chilling message. I'm hoping to pray you go back at his NXT championship. Like you definitely want over definitely long overdue for that. Um did we get an announcement Finn Balor will be back next week? Finally, so he didn't have to strip his title. What's he going to say? What's going to happen with him? We, we'll find out. Last but not least, I call this team the McAfee Four. <laughs> the McAfee Four, because obviously they don't have no goddamn name right now. Um, cut a promo before the main event, which was for the tag team championships. Only Larkin, Danny Burns defeats Brizongo to retain the belts. Um, somehow, Drake Maverick comes out trying to make a save. But the baby faces get clipped off at the end, laid out with the Mackenzie before to end the show. Now, I thought this should have been first. This should have been the first thing on the NXT card. And I felt that Johnny Gargano shit should have been the very end because I would have went to bed laughing my ass off and probably had a heart attack. Because <laughs> I definitely would have been like, yo, I can't go to sleep. I'm wide awake. This is just too damn hilarious. I, you know, this is just everywhere right now. Oh my god. So I just wish they would have traded those two, the 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 opening and the ending, traded them to both those spots. Mm. So I thought NXT was booked backwards. Mm. Straight up. Oh now ready. let's go into SmackDown. Where we have Roman Reigns come out and because this little promo. Then we get Drew McIntyre coming out. Like, what's going on with this? So he comes out. Um, they have a one-on-one promo going back and forth between each other. They took some cheap shots at one another. 
Then then you see Lil J Uso, Lil Big Pitbull, Lil Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> for, for, for everyone that mm-hmm. wants ATL, you get you get where I'm coming from. Lil Big Brother coming into the oh. play. You know what I'm saying? Get up in the you oh, know what I'm saying? Get up, back, next Friday. get up in McIntyre's face. <laughs> McIntyre pushes him away like you know sit your eyes down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, sit your eyes down. You know what I'm saying? Like this is between me and you, just between me. And your cousin over here, the one who's holding that belt around his shoulder. Mm. So this is why I said I kind of want to see this. But then again, I guess what Fast was saying earlier, kind of keeping the play. But then again, yeah. I still want to see this now. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? At least now when the tables are reversed. Roman Reigns was a babyface. We hated him then. Drew McIntyre was a heel. We hated him then. Now we got Roman as a heel. We love him now. We got Mac and then we got McIntyre as a rebellious baby face. We love him now. Do it. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to go into that. Going cut cuts backstage, and then we get Roman Reigns screaming at his uh, screaming at his cousin to take care of the problem tonight. So we're gonna see them two go at it. Bro, Zane pulls some punk. scavy He's victory over Apollo Cruz. Now wait, 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 wait. This protects Apollo, so he doesn't get a a, a thorough loss, like a pinfall or a submission loss, mm-hmm. right? He he gets counted out in this case. This kind of protects him right now. I think that I think what they're trying to do is, as a Survivor Series, it's going to be between Sammy and Apollo going at it. Straight and booty, and I think that's straight utterly bullshit. My thing is, give him another shot next week. Mm. Would you rather have Apollo being no, buried and not going the fuck anywhere and not even being booked? And then have him go against um, Bobby last year's Survivor Series and whoop that ass. That's exactly how I feel. You got well, you got another week before Survivor Series, right? Okay. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Okay, so like, why not make so that next week Sunday? I believe, like you said, you he he played it safe by not getting pinned or or submitting, but he got counted out on some mm. bullshit because you know his late. But do you think that's his fault, um, or do you think I it's think, the person I who booked it his fault? It's, I don't want to say it's his fault, um, and I don't want to say it's the booking fault. I mean, it was a smart move by Sami Zayn because he wasn't expecting it when he when he went outside the ring. He snatched the shit off the ring. We 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 thought, okay, what is he up to? Is he going to DQ himself? And he 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 pulled a smart tactic, but in the long run, when you do shit like that in the WWE, it, it bites you in the ass in the long run. So, and I and the, to be honest with you, I don't think SmackDown really wants to have their Intercontinental belt look like trash, or because I'm going to tell you right now, he's not going to last thirty seconds in the ring with Bobby Lashley. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So why not you just better not. out to Apollo Crews? See, but here's the thing that I think that but here's the thing I think where we're not mm-hmm. looking at Sammy very well right now, right? Now you're saying he's gonna get his mm-hmm. Marley walk. I mean like, he's oh, yeah. gonna get his cookies tough <laughs> when it comes to Survivor Series. Now I get that, right? Now look at how we see that triple threat lab match that happened. And how did he win with that? He won with some handcuffs and some keys. Right. And he played it smart, and he did what he had to do. He's using his head. He doesn't. Uh, he obviously knows he's not going to be built to go head to head with someone that's mm-hmm. that's twice that's twice as bigger than him and twice as better than him. I mean, well, mm-hmm. that's why I mean twice as bigger and buffer than him, right? He's going to be using his head. He's like, okay, 
How can I get this dude and this dude to sit still as I go on to get what's rightfully mine? Okay, I'm going to handcuff this dude to the ladder so he can't move, and I'm going to handcuff him to the ropes so therefore he can't do absolutely nothing. He's still, he's stuck. He's not going anywhere. He's done. You know what I mean? This In this case, in this juncture, even with Lashley being on right. the opposite side of the ring, he's going to use his head against him. He's going to be like, okay, big man, I got to take out his legs. If he, I mean, if he can't stand, he can't lift. He can't lift. He can't make moves. You try to do it all that way. They're going. I mean, they're going to try to protect Sammy in the Ask Survivor Series, but he is going to lose. But he's not going to get Molly Watt fight for like, say, like for instance, Brock Lesnar mm. versus John Cena at night. I mean, mm-hmm. on SummerSlam. He you all remember up. that. Mm-hmm. See about Molly Watt. We're not going to see that with Sammy. We're not going to see that with Sammy today. Exactly. And that's why I'm saying he got fucked up compared to with your compared to what you're thinking what Sammy might go through. It's not gonna be that way. We're gonna see shades of it, but it's but it's not gonna be that way the whole entire game. I give it three it's minutes. Not. Okay, I give it it's three really minutes, not. maybe five. Believe that, me. Um I do I do believe what you're saying. It'll be brains over bronze um uh, in this match. But I just feel like it's just gonna be one of those matches where it kind of feels like the twenty four seven championship like Bobby Lashley's way too talented to not fight somebody in the caliber to to of an Apollo crew. And, and I get what you're saying. They might hold it after Survivor Series. But think about it. Why wouldn't you give Apollo crew the Intercontinental belt and have him go against the guys that literally tried to take him out? It, it's like it's like um adding salt to the wound. You know, you 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 can't get to him because He's on SmackDown. You're on Raw. So the only time now is to get revenge is that Survivor Series. Then have Sami Zayn, I guess, get his rematch clause in and then gets the bow back. Okay. This is this is what I think is going to happen. I would love for this to happen, but I know it's probably an off-shot chance. Okay, so let's say best case scenario, Apollo Crews. Magically, he wins the Intercontinental title and he's able to go to Survivor Series face Bobby Lashley. Do you remember what MVP said in an interview a couple of months ago where he said he was asked, what are the goals for the Hurt Business? They said they wanted to expand. What if this scenario was to happen and Apollo Crews and Bobby Lashley go at it, but in some, some way, Apollo Crews is able to earn the respect of Bobby Lashley in a match? And then this turns into a power move for the Hurt Business, and Apollo Crews winds up joining them too, but only goes on SmackDown. You know, it builds also- his own Hurt Business on SmackDown. Exactly. Now, I would love to see that. I think that would actually turn into a decent, you know, storyline if it's done right. Now, if it's done like, like crap, like Vince would normally do it, then it's going to be terrible. But it would be a good storyline if it's done right. Now, do you think now by you saying that, do mm-hmm. you feel that that would be kind of like a branch off of the Nation of Domination or the NWO slash Wolfman? <clears throat> if that does happen, I'm just that's what I was about okay. to say. Yeah, NWO slash Wolfman, divide and conquer. You got Triple H and Shawn Michaels up here. Exactly. You got Scott Hall, okay. Kevin Nash, and Shawn Michaels. So, Robert, so Apollo would be so okay. Mm-hmm.
Apollo will technically be like the underboss, but he's operating over here on this show. The yeah. main boss himself is going to stay on the show where he originated from. Pretty much. Okay. It's going to be like this whole right. mafia tree. Well, I mean, I, Think I, about I, it that way. I, I hope that does plan out because that would be nice to have two types of hurt business. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess one's stronger than the other. Uh, but the question is, if that was to happen, who would join Apollo in the hurt business? Now, that's for whoever the black athletes in and that locker that room at Apollo that time Pitt? period will probably be. The street profit. Like I said, depending on what happens next, dudes. They have, yeah. I mean, whoa, sorry. See, I'm so used to dudes it's being here to the fact <laughs> that I'm asking him out, not you. Sorry. Um, now, I figure they're not going to no, pull the shit on this till right later now. on down the line. Like I mean, like later, like, like maybe like 2021. If you had to guess, huh? it, like if we if we sat right here and guessed, okay, let's say if they announced it like for a fact, okay, let's say if it did happen at Survivor Series, right, and, and he earned the respect from the Hurt Business, and then he started his old joint. Who do you think that Apollo Crew would go after to be a part of the Hurt Business? Hypothetically. Like who who would who would fit that mode of being in the hurt business? Now somebody said the street profits. The street profits are absolutely fine by themselves, and I could not see them joining a fraction right now because it would mm-hmm. take away from their swags. Like these dudes, they are okay. What Big E? Okay, that's only if they decide well, to turn him back. Heel? His run as an individual artist. And I'll give him, and I'll give us, and I'll give us something to do. So they can utilize him in okay. that her business, and he so can get his singles guys. pushed that way. You got. That's a, and that, that's it, because there's no one else. There's no other black athletes that WWE has in that main roster, and half of them are not even so developed leave that man yet. alone. He's, He's a North American. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't care. No, 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 I don't care. Oh, He's the joke of the night. Here's my joke of the night, folks. He made me laugh on Wednesday. So just when I thought the whole NC card was abysmal at best, oh my God. Yo, besides the main event and besides the opening match. That man earned the right. Oh, please. <laughs> Y'all be doing much worse than me. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's not. Y'all that, do much I'm worse shit than me. Y'all talk more shit than me about, I'm, I'm going to say, say, you do. Know, I mean, Y'all do. You and do. The human, the actual human folding machine punching bag of the WWE pandemic of this year goes to Leon Ruff. It, it, it's, you know how I felt about that, and I and I'm not taking it away from you. I think it's hilarious too, but it's just like, damn, bro, like you know, <laughs> that's fucked up. Well, I'm stripping it today because that made that that made the North American Championship belt. Now it makes it feel like a goddamn joke, okay? And that's supposed to be your workhorse title in NXT. Mm. Don't make a mockery out of it. Period. Fuck you talking about. Now, you can do that shit with the Cruiserweight Championship. Oh, I forgot. They haven't done that yet. <laughs> Why? They actually got talent in that bracket. So whoever they actually, did, so whoever they actually put the belt in is going to gain that kind of mystique reputation. Man, but again, it's all about the in-ring quality work. 
can we can we give that to another company, please? Because like, yes, they the are. <sighs> Come on, man! Good luck with that. <laughs> here, here's what. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> the day that that happens will be the day that WWE will really say, "Okay, we gotta shut away half this damn well, roster." So we don't need these belts anymore. Is eventually so gonna happen with the uh, NXT Cruiserweight title. What's going to eventually happen is once this COVID stuff starts really winding down, what's going to happen is Jordan Devlin is going to come back. Or Devlin, whatever the hell his name Wasn't he? I'm, no, yeah, he started okay, popping I'm up on Isn't he uh, still in trouble for the whole speaking up With the too? Cruiserweight title, and he was saying, I'm the true Cruiserweight champion, and it doesn't okay. matter what anybody says or what anybody how anybody feels. He is is still the NXT Cruiserweight champion. So what I'm thinking what's going to happen is he's going to wind up coming back, and he's going to wind up going against what's-his-face. God, what is his freaking name? Um, yeah, Escobar. So he's going to come back, go against Escobar, and that's going to be one heck of a match, dude. I know, right? That's a that's a <laughs> that's a mafia drug cartel type of name. Pablo Escobar. It like... It, yeah, it looked like he escaped yeah. a few prisons himself. Riley Escobar, you know what I'm saying? Because they're from the streets, right? no? And, and I don't think I've asked this question, right? So I hope y'all know our president is white and our verse, and our vice president is, is African Indian, okay? So now with that being said, and Trump is no longer in, in office, thank God. What do you think is going to happen to the WWE now? Two words, Andrew Yang is going to be full front. Carbon's going to add that old man's neck. Okay? Now, as I get into the news in a little bit, we will, we'll talk about that then because someone is already about to be a part of that unionization, and we, we know how Vince feels about that one big dangerous word. This is how a lot of shit is going to start happening. This is where you're going to start seeing the revolution of unionization coming to play. Mm-hmm. And then Vince is going to really be... Bye-bye, awesome. Vince. So, moving on from that. Um, they're continuing this Bailey and Bailey, um, Bailey and Sasha Banks rivalry continue, but Seth and adding Carmella to the mix now. As he sneaks his hat Sasha right. and, and, you know, courtesy Most of Bailey, of course. Uh to Carmelo, but the whole bank to Bailey. Okay, keep that thing going. But I feel if you're gonna make this to the dead last damn chapter, make it worth it. Tell me how we saw. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a clear damn idea how y'all did it back in 2001. No way out. Stone Cold for the Triple H. Two out of three falls. That for Sasha and Bailey. Oh, I feel man, it will be the acceptable stipulation for that. Play that back that. again and do it like they did back in NXT. Okay, fine. Don't, that could be cool. Don't water it down. Somebody needs to, somebody somebody needs to bleed. I'm telling you, somebody needs Listen, to tell bleed. that old man yes. that never in never in wrestling history like has a woman bleed. You think anyone is really gonna be bleeding their forehead? Um, if you if, if you are a female, if, are you insane? If that was them, you guarantee that their little mini heads compared to our no, heads, but I mean, a little was more blood than theirs does. I'm Uncle Facts. I'm not. Okay, dudes. Now, unless you want to be losing sponsorships, do that. 
There's Damn no it, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you see, I'm used to dudes being here, okay? See, I'm not used to be see, I'm not used to you being here every damn week. Every week is either you are or you're not in. So with him, he's always like, no, I'm in. It's okay. It's so okay. yeah, whatever. Oh God. See? Damn it, yeah, dude. It's all right. See, yo, you see what you do when it's you right. gotta go to work? <laughs> <laughs> um we get all this squashing Dolph Ziggler, which was complete trash. Going backstage, Chad Gable is trying to recruit him trash. to be his mentor. What the hell is this? <laughs> Are you trying now? I wait, wait, wait. Now, I may be a special ed. I was a former special ed kid, but if you're trying to tell me, shut up. Yeah, you heard me. Um, shut up, nigga. You heard me. And that's the one bit that I'm not even supposed to say, so I'm sorry for that. Um, damn, just now because he got me tight with that. No, but this thing, I thought about one thing. I thought about elementary school, fourth grade. This special ed kid that came into my classroom who had a mentor with him. And I feel this is exactly what they're going to be doing with Otis. And I'm all not here to be turning the channel because now, because one, I get special needs kids watch wrestling. A huge demographic does. Okay? Now, I'm not saying nothing negative about this, but I'm saying you're rubbing it in people's faces and that's wrong. So WWE, what the hell uh, are you thinking you're going to be doing? With poor Otis, now that Tucker is not with him anymore, what is he doing? Now you're pointing to someone who's not doing anything that's trying to corrupt his mind and try to teach him now. So now, what does that say? What does that make children who's watching this look at this feel? So, I understand Duke's not being here. He might have a history fair about this too, because I know how he felt about this. So I'm speaking for him and for myself. You're making a mockery out of us, and that's fucking wrong. WWE. They're making a mockery out of a lot of things. Exactly. But this but this is one thing that I felt like, whoa, hold up. This is hitting a little bit too close to home for me. And for several other people. And for and for kids. And for kids who had this problem. Who's watching is because they really look at these wrestlers as superheroes. Yep. Like, come on. Like, what the hell are you trying to tell me? Come on, my man. Like, I may be 30 and all, but I'm not fucking stupid. So that's like a stop to my face. That's we stop to every special kid in this space. Just because you have a little problem doesn't mean you're 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 weird or something. You could be a wrestler or something. Like (laughs) you can get help. You know how they you know how they do subliminals in wrestling? I mean. I get it. I get it. No, I mean, I get what you're coming from. Yeah. You look out for the handicap. We increase your 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 revenue. Things like that. It's 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 you know it's all about the money. They don't care. They've been doing this thing for over fifty years. They don't care. I I know. It's not the point. Point is, you're making a mockery out. Wait, no, 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 no. You're making a mockery out of a certain number of a damn demographic. Right. That's why your rate is fucking suck. They've been doing it for years, bro. Fuck you talking about? What are you talking about with me? They've been doing it for years, but for me, for for wait, but for a five year little gap, they're at the highest range of all television. Then what? Then what? 
when they start to go corporate and go fucking public and sponsorships start kicking the play, kid friendly, they had the water this shit down. Like, okay. What are you trying to say to me? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Time out. And then let's not forget Festus. We've seen this already. A one former Luke Gallows who played a mental fucking retard. Huh? Okay. Right. Okay, but what about nothing? Our truth. From, uh, about Similar shit to him. The, 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 the one, the one, hold on, hold on, the one, the, the one, the one. Like Eugene, the even worse. Eugene, even worse. No, not Eugene. Eugene, as I fucking said, even worse. Oh, yeah, I yeah, I remember. The, um, the poll, yeah. Yeah, and you saw, and, and, and when I saw that, that's when I knew for a fact that WWE has no respect. His name is Zachary. Yeah, that, that right there shows me that Oh, so, so, so he was. Yeah, I forgot. Too. Yeah, I was about his long ass face. I thought he was after. Was he? After? Let's see. Hold on. I'm look. I'm looking at it right nah, now. I thought he was after Eugene. Yeah, Eugene was from. Yes, because he was in two thousand and four, uh, five. Zachary was in there from two thousand three to two thousand four. So, so right after like he left is when Eugene came in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was before Eugene. Yeah. He was the first. He was the first weird act. Okay. Cause you remember. Okay. So so quick thing. So you remember before then, the the person that was made a mockery of, even though he was respected, was Hassar Den Duggan. You could tell there was something slightly wrong with that man. I don't care what anybody says. Well, I'm. I'm See, I wasn't alive. I was still conceived in my mother's womb when all this happened. So. Those were two. I, those were the three guys. Uh, okay. I honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. I remember the Bushwhackers. Oh well. Honestly, think um, Cyber Ye got got kind of got got the boot. I don't know what the hell was going on with that. Um. Uh, yeah. But I'm going to try to help him up with that uh, for a second. But no, you're yeah, saying, no, saying, just it's just hard. a. You, what you're saying, uh, is absolutely I want to go hands down. But they've been doing this for years. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I say all black people are thugs and thieves, right? One, even though I know it's BS, but in the, in the right. eyes of WWE, yes. Okay. Okay. So, so you go through Hatsaw Jim Duggan, you go through the Bushwhackers, then you have uh, Jake the Clown. Yeah, Cyber Yame and my fault about that, man. I, I know you got bullied. Yeah, yeah. Usually, the middle saying something I before. With, uh, Hacksaw you know, Jim Duggan. Happened. I think what it was with him is he actually sustained, I believe, an an injury to his head early in his career. Yeah, I think that's what happened with him. I'm actually looking that up right now, but um, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that's why he seemed a little off after that. Mm-hmm. But they still capitalized on it, and it. And then actually made the company success because the the way he presented himself was just like this guy who just 
I guess, fought through adversary, adversity despite having a head, uh, a head injury. And, you know, it just had a successful career. Um, going from WWF to WCW and then back to WWE. And, and then you become a Hall of Famer. Okay, cool. Bushwhackers. That was another group that was weird. That was, you know, that they deemed as special, but they were tag team multiple times tag team champions. Okay? Then you fast forward it. Then you see guys like Dink, who joined with Doink, you know, just like little little stuff that WWE did to kind of make the ones that, that didn't feel normal. They allowed for wrestlers to come in and kind of I guess, exploit themselves to make everybody feel comfortable. And I get it, but the way they went about it, it was kind of it was kind of messed up. Okay, so I did find something. Sorry about that. I did find something about Jim Duggan. It does look like he did su- sustain a head injury back in 1986 while he was in New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, during the Bloody uh, Fight Series tour. And... Um, from there on, it seemed like he started have it, you that he was starting to have some issues. So that's what it looks like. Uh, all that started for him. So is New Japan like the the toughest wrestling company to be a part of? Well, from pra- pra- I would say practically, but I think it was the most traditional of. Any wrestler that's trying to get out of the States and then try to make money, that would be a high market for Japanese wrestling. So they're like kind of like okay. one of like the forefathers. Because it seems like of, anybody that comes from you know, Japan international wrestling always has some hellacious like like story match. Um, you know, you can say the guys of like you know um, like like uh, what Sabi Yeti was just saying about <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and then you got like Mankind or. Uh, Terry Funk or, you know, even Chris Jericho, like all those, you know, Japanese death matches, barbed wire matches, it's all done overseas because you couldn't do that stuff here in America because it was just, yeah. Exactly. And also along with that, I it mean, was talk to some of the most recent ones that have been in New Japan, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, before he came over, one of his big reasons was is because, one, the schedule was going to be a little bit better, was not the schedule, but the uh, physical physicality side of it was going to be less on his body and it was going to allow him to get a couple more years out of of his career than if he would have stayed with new japan so i mean that's Man, a fairly recent one i'm not too far on, i'm not not saying no not too far i'm not fully aware of new japan like that so what is it their schedule is more strenuous than wwe's <laughs> Mm-hmm. Is that because of the matches itself, or is it just because yes, of the companies and how they operate? I think, yeah. So what, they got matches every day? Or the company and how they operate. No, they don't. So say like, for instance, right, and I'm just making sure I'm in the dark, the new uh, Wrestle mm-hmm. Kingdom tournament that's coming, and that's supposed to be in New York. That's for two nights, right? So they'll pre, so they'll promote the shit out of it for like six straight months. So they already got the venue, they already got the ticket sizes and the sales. They already got the match card probably done up two months for that. So 
when it comes to their weekly television, which yeah. is only like once a week, you pretty much can squeeze in a lot of stuff with that. And you can book whatever matches and like whatever during that time, blah, 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 before you hit those events. So similar shit that we have in America, they just do it a little bit differently when it comes to their um, tournaments and how they're broken up. There's always like group A, group B, group C, group Yeah, B. and the thing is, so is they'll that really like, have like a series like of tournaments. You know, where how the tournaments are split up, group A, group B, group C. In some cases, these groups, they'll run... <clears throat> They'll run a couple rounds in one or two nights. So easily these guys will put their bodies through hell through these two days. And, you know, some of them fight injured like WWE superstars do. But the physicality in New Japan is also a lot more, I think, than compared to WWE. And I think that's why a lot of these guys, when they are getting, you know, a little up there in age, except unless you're out of your mind like a couple of them, um, you know, they'll go to another company and, you know, because it'll be easier on their bodies, but the schedule may be similar in regards to, you know, how many shows they do uh, a week or a month. Just less to work. Less to work. Exactly. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Moving on from that before we start losing track of our time. Um, Rollins mm. versus Mysterio, no holds barred. The final chapter yeah. was done in no voice. We get a babyface turn out of Murphy. Um, Mysterio gets away with W. Hmm? Okay, fine. Murphy turns babyface. Mysterio gets the dub. Finally, of course, you know, after Survivor Series, Rollins going to take Rollins going to take some time off to be with Becky, the birthday baby. So we're going to write him off eventually by Survivor Series. Um, moving on, Chelsea Green makes a debut for SmackDown. Uh, a good thing and a bad thing in the fatal four way for the last Survivor Series spot. Liv Morgan wins because she, mm-hmm. Chelsea Green, breaks her wrist. So now she's gonna be out for a while. Do not know the timetable, what's your speed recovery? But damn, just when she was just mad about I haven't been wrestling since May, yeah. now you now we get a chance to wrestle, you're injured. It's fucked. So it's bad. Next point. What the hell is going on between Street Profits and Big E? Big E's not doing absolutely nothing. And I talked about this last week. I don't want to talk about this shit again. <clears throat> McIntyre versus Jay Uso was uh, what's the main event. Roman tries to come out to encourage Jay to do to do more, get 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 more grittier. Um, just to have him try to wail out some punches and he end up walking to a claymore kick. He, so McIntyre gets the dub, one, two, three. Surprise, Randy Orton wasn't really there. Um, and we get the stare down between McIntyre and Reigns to end the show. This is why I said I don't know what's going to happen on Monday with the whole championship match. And I guess they're really desperate for all shit right now, or Vince is really just saying, okay, Randy, how about this? We'll take the belt off you for one week. Let him go face, let him go face Roman. But in that match, you're going to interfere Give him a big boot or R- I mean, give him a punch to the head or RKO or whatever, and Roman's going to just pick up the scraps and he's going to win. And then they have the return match for tables, as and chairs, and the triple threat between him, Bray, and the Fiend, and he can get the belt back that way, whatever. So that's where I'll probably plan it because if we having this stare down, and there's already oil involved in any way of SmackDown at all, not even one promo. So that must mean. Something is about to happen on Monday. That's gonna be this. That's either gonna be a screen finish 
or something weird. Yes. I'm I'm just not looking forward to Monday now. Something weird is going to happen tomorrow. So weird is so weird. It's going to happen. It's going to make me go on a tirade. Anyway. So if y'all, so if y'all hear me talk about this shit, just know that's me. Um, thank you. <laughs> and that's how we end Friday night SmackDown. Um, the week itself was pretty decent. Two shows was okay. One show was mediocre at best. And the other one just yeah. automatically disqualified. <laughs> and we all know which one that is. <laughs> all right, let's get into the news real quick. Um, yes, WWE is playing that wedding angle for Murphy and Aaliyah. Oh, my God. They're really going with this. I know what I know what fashion. I know what probably going to say. Drama raises controversy. Controversy raises cash. Cash raises real. Cash raises ratings or whatever. Blah blah blah. But this, they really got to dig down this deep so I get these ratings back. It's not they're going to go up to six point five mil the way that they did in nineteen ninety nine. This is not the old age anymore. So I don't know why they're still fighting for ratings right now. Just trying to. I mean, the makeover that should be. Let's stay above 2.5 million viewers a week. If they can do that, they can be survivable and you know, and, you know, and they'll be salvageable. But I'm not Vince. I'm not no uh, marketing strategist, but I do know what the hell when it comes to numbers. I'm very good at my numbers. So then we get Jay Cartwell and Jay Car. I mean Jay Cargill officially signs a multi-year deal with AEW. So we're going to see her for a while. Yes. That black oh Hershey <laughs> kisses bars will break her in half. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know people are not supposed to have too much chocolate, but I want all of that <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> sorry, sorry, we were off the rich. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I saw. Jay Cargill signs a multi-year like, deal with AEW. Fat. As a gentleman on the show, and uh, I'm trying to keep myself from being disbarred on this uh, thing because, well, I, listen, 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 <laughs> who are you oh, fooling? The reason why I'm saying that is because what I want right. to say. Right? Who the hell are you fooling? Especially me and all people. Have this, this, uh, So that's why I said I had to. I had to keep <laughs> Oh, never mind. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Nope. Never mind. No, reason, no listen. If, you, if you're, if you're gonna go saying, that I'm route with it, yeah, I probably don't want to hear it. <laughs> I was just gonna say some some okay. real strong stuff. That woman, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I've never seen Cody, and, I, and I'm saying this as, as a brother, and for someone who's married to a black woman, did you see the way he looked at her? He wanted to rip her a new life. I know. He wanted to tear that ass up, too. I knew. I, I know. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is his father talking to him. Like, son, I'm going to teach you a little bit thing about women. When it comes to certain women, don't go for the flat asses. Go for the big butts. Go for the one that knows their body. And they can take and care of that thing. And then they got a little shit to the back. And, that, and, and that's what she got. <laughs> Who, Brandy? Yes. What you mean? She ever got her ass in that Brandy. Oh, excuse me. You met Brandy. My fault. Look, she needs to step it up, too. Uh-uh. uh-uh. No, I, no, 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 no. She her definitely needs to step it up now. <laughs> and, then, and then, okay. I, I'm sorry. Let me say this. No, 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 no. 
No, did you see? No, did you see the stance? Get the legs. Did you see the ass? That the ass I chased. Female stances I've ever seen during a promo. Okay, not only was the stance fed, but this chick had on lingerie. Okay, with Dookie shorts and some badass. I know. And my favorite color, too, red, by the way. So that set it off for me. I was like, oh, whoa. Like, yo, all eyes, man. My phone was going off to me. I was paying, I was paying no mind. I'm like, yo, you got my undivided attention. The same way how was Mike was saying it earlier. Like, no, like, wait, hold up. Wait, yo, who's she? And cut the fire promo on top of y'all. I'm like, wait. Who I'm is she? Single, Yo, like, can you be like my DMs or what, I'm, dog? I'm going to find her DM, and I'm going to inbox her and be like, listen, I need you to come on to OTTR. I need you to be a special guest because we have some things that we have to discuss about your fine ass. <laughs> uh, the lips were popping. I'm about to say, especially me, the host, because I'm the one that kind of came first before before these guys did. I was like, yo, I'm sold on her already. Bro, who do you think her first match is? <laughs> like, I'm sold on her already. Like, yo, just take my credit card. Take everything. <laughs> I don't know, and I don't fucking care. <laughs> I just don't. I just want her to come out each and every week, dropping bombs on people, and looking bad as shit. And I'd be looking at my like, yo. You make Lana and Rusev yeah. look like total kid shit. Oh, oh shit. Maybe I'm going to be bro. busting my nut all over that damn thing. <laughs> mm. No, there you go. Now, let's get you to some controversial stuff. Selena Vigor was released. Was released from WWE not long after the 10-minute tweet that she posted that I support unionization. That's one key factor that got her out the door. But the other key factor was um, she didn't shut down her Twitch and she wasn't going to. So, you know how Vince is going to be like when it came to that stuff. And, you know, certain people didn't do it. They were either going to get fined, punishable, suspended, or they're going to be released. So, with, with these two things coming together, we she was going to walk out the door. I think it was, you know, it was really that unionization tweet, I was like, nope, that's it. And 10 minutes later, she didn't release. So I was like, nope. Alistair Black's gonna be right behind her next. And I might, and my, you better go, Alistair Black. And and sources that also confirmed, Alistair Black tried to get back down to NXT, and that was blocked. So, we don't know what's about to happen with Alistair Black. So if he can't go back to NXT, so what and he's doing nothing on SmackDown. My God, Vince yeah. is about to release his ass too. Mm-hmm. Basically, the same how you have a union in your job, right? They don't have unions for wrestlers, and it never yeah, happened. That's right. That is Many right. wrestlers had tried to get unions of it, mm-hmm. but they got kiboshed by Vince. Period. Jesse, the Jesse the Barbiturian was the first one to try and didn't succeed. Why did he try to go? Why did he try to go after him and try to run for Senate? Because he was trying to work within that combines of Congress to try to change it himself. But that didn't work out either. So now, because of the presidential election that just that just ended, it was about to transpire. Hence why I said 
Pay close attention to your news and to, and, and to this election. He's upset. Because whoever wins, Vince is going to be happy or Vince is going to be upset. Exactly right now. And now you see superstars now slowly talking about unions now. And professional wrestling that's never been done in 100 years. So, this is going to be a new age. This is why I new said day. in last week's episode, this is going to be a new day happening. Be forewarned. Be braced up that day. You're going to see a lot of people walking out that door. Be like, no, fuck the money. I want my happiness. I want my freedom back. Here's why, here's why I've been trying to tell Dukes, why the hell is people going to go to WWE for the money or the fact that they know that they got nothing else to do right now? And they went to all the other promotions right now, successfully exactly. accomplished everything that they wanted. Now there's only one game in town. Otherwise, what are you going to do? Most of these wrestlers that know, only knows wrestling don't know nothing the fuck else. Unless you'd be lucky enough to actually get an education while, while you are wrestling. Then at least you have a backup plan. So everything's not fully guaranteed with these wrestlers. Hence why the unions kick into play. It helps protect the damn wrestlers. Especially if you're supposed to be this independent contractor, once you sign your name on a WWE contract, you're not an independent contractor anymore. You get stripped of that chance. Mm-hmm. You get stripped of those responsibilities and perks and benefits. You know what I'm saying? Like this is all a work environment. The same each and every one of us in here who has a job, union, pretty damn sure if they had a union, they signed up for it too. Because that protect because that protects them for not getting released. For any wrongdoing or any un, or or or, 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 or unfortunate circumstances, so this is why Paige went on that history fit on Twitch last week. Uh, yeah, we Selena Vega Selena Vega sent out. That was done after her announcement of her release was done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, then that well, I'm. Uh, I'm well, I'm basically thinking because she was automatically for it before when Paige had first made that tweet two weeks prior to that researching about unionization yeah. and stuff like that and then Selena yeah. had like that whole emoji I oh yeah at no, her. most definitely so I think she was already thinking about it too and WBC's all they're not stupid you know what I'm saying so they already probably put that in the back of their head okay what's Selena all- thinking about <laughs> so keep an eye out for her for like next exactly. week and see what she does. WWE, WWE yeah. and wrestling is like the mafia. Period. The boss is Vince. You know what I'm saying? So, and then Vince says that wrestler gotta go. That wrestler gotta go. It's like you know, putting all, like put all the hit, and now, and now, and now the key thing is how are we gonna get them out of there? Oh man. <laughs> All right, man, let's move up real quick before we run out of time. Um, the Dunn Dome is not forced, is not being forced out of Airway Center by November 24th. So, a little after Survivor Series. But a possible new spot will be the Dome Rule Tropicana Baseball Field that's in Florida. Well, uh, will be one because obviously they're trying to oh, so they're get people in these shows, but that's, that's not really going to happen right now as much as Vince is trying his ass off. Huh? They got no other choice because they're, they're getting kicked out. At least AEW got Daly's place. That's their homestead. They're not going the fuck anywhere. The sarcasm behind it. AEW, 
that that's not what I'm saying. What ha, I'm saying ha, is he, this. He's, but AEW's not on the uh, but uh, AEW's uh, not on the baseball field. That's against a multi-billion dollar corporation. And you telling me with all that money and knowledge that this company has, you couldn't think of doing this shit outside first? You see the irony behind that mm-hmm. BS? So it had to take nope. for to show you guys how to do this the right way. Where you could have kept your talent if you'd have did it the right way. And this is where this is where all this nonsense and overload is going to fall right back on Vince's lap. And it's going to force him to make a decision. Because you're causing your company revenue. Nobody wants that Thunderdome shit. Even though they just made $282.5 million. Nevertheless, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Now, Well, people ain't got no other damn choice right now, man. As much as we love missing going, I mean, I'm wishing this whole thing can actually be 15% let up so I can go to AEW in April. Okay, well, I still got my front seat ticket. How do you think I feel? Yeah, they ain't going to be traveling. Let's not go there. I mean, you, know what I'm saying? Then, you know what I'm saying? I spent good money on my damn ticket. So, I don't care about none of that other shit. But anyway, but just, you know what I'm saying? But I think... Alright, um... No, matter of fact, fuck it, man. Thunderdome just went, went over my head. AEW announces three new video games. One for the consoles, coming out probably by next year. Um, And then we got two mobile games. One of them's going to be for this gen, um, general manager mode, and they're going to have one for double or nothing Battle Royal Casino game, something like that. But... The, the main game itself and teaming up with Yokes, Yokes Interactive, yes, and THQ. Hopefully, they get the little spin onto it. And if they do make this thing happen and kind of make like an end, I mean, the they gotta do it like right. this, no, they have no mercy yeah. back in the day. If they do it right and they clean up some of the, you know, I'm gonna say, if they clean it up right and they clean up, I'm gonna say, if they clean up the model and stuff like that, right. And make them actually look like them, not like cartoonish shit. And the gameplay is funny shit. Bro, AEW is they gonna be flushing with money by next year by Christmas. WCW Revenge. Moving on. Um, what am I on? Pack returns a few with Eddie Kingston. Of course, he came back after really? months. Wow. No way, Jose Why? potentially on his way back to WWE. Why? According to some other sources, yes. I don't know. And <laughs> <laughs> someone just left too. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I mean, I ain't a heat gun, but that had to probably piss him off too. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um. Okay. More WWE staff got released, including, yes, including one ring announcer. Uh, I forgot his name, but he's been there for 30 years. Now he, yeah, he, yeah, he's got released too. I'm like, damn. Yeah, you guys are really stretching out that bad? That's why the fuck I don't understand. And we wish, and then I say trade 
Wait, okay. AEW, pay pay close attention. That ring announcement that just got released from WWE. Hire him and let go of Josh Andrews. Whether uh, whatever that is, the yeah. other ring announcement name is. Whatever. Get rid of him. Bring him over. He has a more cleaner voice than he does. <laughs> um. Next set of news: the Rascals. As he confirmed that they are leaving Impact and bound to go for W. They're, they're clearly going to NXT. And Dukes would have been over here having a hissy fit, throwing shit in the background. Like I could feel his, uh, I could feel his energy right now. Uh, I can feel his energy, and he's mad that the Rascals are going to go for the money and potentially, hopefully, that they can crack that ceiling to get into the main roster, mm-hmm. but. Go good, but good luck. But good luck to the three of them for real, big time. Peyton Royce is now unhappy on Raw. <laughs> she wants Billy Kay back so bad, and yes, she actually said it. And yes, she actually said it. Um, in a tweet earlier this week that I'm at, I'm at tagging with no one else but Billy mm. Kay, and that's it. Quote me, all right. So she's trying it. Yep, she's hot. I'm about that. John Cena has some bad. John Cena has some bad stage heat, according to um, Jay Hager, who went on the podcast earlier this week. Um, Hager had uh, told the story he's supposed to cash in the money in the bank on Cena, but Cena refused to do the job. And apparently, Cena also had backstage heat with Alex Riley and a few others backstage. How he didn't want to do jobs for them, so we had a little mini Hogan in the back. I don't want to do it for him. I don't want to do it. Whatever. Um. Oh, no! This is for the meeting next week on the twenty second. Okay, 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 all right. So I read stuff in the back. My fault. <laughs> so yeah. So I said Seth Rollins is set to take time off. Um, for the birth of his first child after Survivor Series about to happen. So I'm expecting to happen. I'm expecting the same way how we expected Dean Ambrose getting rid of off TV before he left WWE. I want to see this man, Seth Rollins, get curb stomped by Murphy through some cinder blocks. Write him off TV that way, cool. At least when at least when Rollins comes back, him and Murphy can have a series of matches, and we can get a new rivalry going. Student, Messiah versus Disciple. That makes sense. Don't bring it back to this Rainbow Mysterio thing. If you do this shit again, WWE, I swear, I will write a massive email. <laughs> Fuck a letter. <laughs> I will write a massive email and send it you know, and send shit to every single email that I can find. Human resources, I don't care. To get it to Vince, in my you piece of old dog shit. And let him have it that way. And I'm willing to put myself out there. I don't care. Last but not least... Alyssa Bliss got engaged earlier today by her me by her boyfriend Ryan Ryan Cabrera. So she's been on the roll lately, man. She's been going to the Man Wolf versus Chains, turning into Harley, you know, now She's getting over like crazy right now. And now and now in real life, she's getting married. So kudos you know to Miss Alyssa Bliss for a happy engagement. Let's hope that he treats you right, girl. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, that's the end of our show. We're done here. Sabier looks like he's not going to be able to jump back uh, into this. So follow him on Twitch, Twitch.tv slash Cyber Yeti. 
Um, look out for his PC station coming soon. He's going to be showing y'all the workarounds and how to do that because I need to learn from him because I'm trying to build my PC area too and my little podcast station. So I got to do a lot of work for myself. Um, yeah, Black are here, Big Mike here, Uncle Fast here. Y'all know where the hell to find us. Y'all know how you know how the hell to find our podcast. That difficult. Please like, share, subscribe, bookmark the whole nine damn yards. Okay. Two special Ooh. announcements. Um, I will be on the eleven thirty podcast on Thursday with my main man Dre on Wills. Yes, I will be back to support my man on his podcast. Man, go chop it up with him, man. You know, what I'm saying shout out to Dre on Wills. Shout out to eleven thirty podcast. Shout out to the Sports Elite podcast. Catch the latest episode of the podcast is on YouTube with Spotify and Anchor right now. I was a special guest on it, man. I talked about the crew here at OTTR. I talked about our Boston Celtics. I talked about our Patriots and what the hell both teams need to do during the offseason and for the remainder of the rest of the season <laughs> right now. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> and last but not least, um, what was I say? Um, 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 yeah, also... They're gonna be on no, they're gonna be coming on the show with us for Thursday for after dark. So um yeah, they'll be here in our house, rocking the crowd. Let's get this thing going when it comes to that. Um so shout out to so shout out to Chad and shout out to Marcus. Um well, I think that's pretty much it. I only means I think I I think I say everything that I, I needed to say. Also, shout out to Ty West too. I'm supposed to be on um 12 TV doing an interview with him. Yo, answer me, fool. Don't be you know what I'm saying. Don't be acting like a damn jerk off. So yes, I'm hit calling you out on my own show. You heard me. So if yes, you do hear me, hit me up, fool. You know how the fuck to find me. Anywho, so I'm done with my tirade. Take the floor, boys. Let's get the hell out of here. You know what it is? Feels good to be back. Better than ever. Find me on no social media. I am I A M underscore MBJ on all the social medias. Feels good, man. Yeah, Mike. I wanna be, I wanna be like Welcome back, Big Mike. Well, this is your boy, Uncle Fat, <laughs> in the fucking building. Okay. Shout out to all the listeners and to all my brothers that were able to be here and those that couldn't, like Dookie. Even though he had to work, we miss you, Dookie. Okay, all right. Can't wait for your behind to get back to the to the cast of parts. Now, shout out to all the listeners, to all the homeboys, man. This your boy Uncle Fats, cutting the short and sweet. Make sure you uh get your pet spayed and neutered, and make sure you remember that bacon tastes good on everything. Bacon is king. You don't eat the pork. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear what you got to say. All right? Because bacon is everything. And Uncle Fats is out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just buy you a page. I'm going to bring it to you. And you just make your own bacon, right? Uh, well, when you got a when you got a person like me who can see you um, can eat bacon, you know that's not good, right? You can you can you know release it, so I'm good on that. So I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. So you're taking like five pound shits every day. 
I got a bottle of prune juice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> folks, we're done here, folks. Catch us next week. Catch us on Thursday. <laughs> Catch us on Thursday for After Dog with the Elite Sports Podcast being right here on our show. We'll be back on Sunday for our normal wrestling recap and news. And also, if I'm not mistaken, yes, yeah, Survivor Series will be coming up too. So, more likely, we'll be doing a prediction and fallout. See what happens afterwards. A black heart, big Mike, E Duke, I me, mean, uh, E Duke, wish you, wish that he was here, Uncle Fast, Cyber Yay.